Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. And of course, I'm online with Miss Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, Joe. How's it going? It's going awesomely. Is that wow. a word? Awesomely? Yeah, sure. It's a word for you guys out west, I'm sure. <laughs> right? You create all. We make sorts our of, own vernacular. That's right. You create all your own words and stuff like that. And we're recording this before the long holiday weekend, so we're all excited. But we have an awesome guest today, Megan. On the line with us now is Brandy Redis, who is the corporate giving administrator for Men's Warehouse. And Brandy today is going to tell us all about the national suit drive they've been doing for eight years. Hey, Brandy, how's it going? It's going good. How are you guys? That's good. You excited for the long weekend? I am definitely excited for a long weekend. There you go. See? That's That's always exciting. That's right. That's right. Now, if you work at some place like a men's warehouse, do you have to wear a suit every day, Brandy? Do you have to be dressed Mm -hmm. to the nines? I think everybody dresses pretty nice, but a suit's not necessary every day, I don't think. That's good. That's good. Yep. And I think that's really appropriate, too. And as a shopper of Men's Warehouse, too, I know that you can get a lot of different things there besides suits. Oh, yeah. They've definitely expanded the merchandise. Oh, yeah. They have to, anyways. So tell us about the National Suit Drive. You guys have been doing this for eight years, and right now it's going on through the end of July. And I saw last year that you folks... Uh, collected a record 200,000 suits. And your goal this year is 250,000. So tell me, you know, how did this program get started? Where is it going? Uh, What do you attribute to success to? All those different things. Okay, so it actually started in 2003 with something called the Capital Pursuit Drive on Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. And it was a drive that was based in Washington, D.C. It was so successful that we decided that it needed to be launched nationwide. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what we've been doing ever since. It actually launched nationwide in 2008, and we've just been doing it every year since then since it's been so successful. Wow. That's a, I mean, just, I mean, so many. Now, when we say 200,000, is that like 200,000 pieces of clothing or is that actually 200,000 complete suits? No, it's pieces. We accept yeah. suits, shirts, slacks, belts, accessories. We even do accept women's attire. We don't, you know, we don't necessarily advertise that as much, but it is something that we do also uh, accept at the stores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did the idea come about? For the National Suit Drive, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, was there was there was there a story that somebody heard and felt you know compelled to help? Or like what what was the backstory there? There's just been such a need for mm. for men to be dressed for for success, yep. and so um, after getting so many inquiries, they launched the Capital Suit Drive, and there was a lot of people up at Capitol Hill who contributed to that drive at that time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what's so great about that, and what I love about campaigns like this, Brandy, is that they're organic. They're grown from within, where someone sees a need, yeah. and they say, hey, you know, right. this is something that we can do in the community, and it starts maybe just at one location, but soon after, people realize that there's this need all across the country. And we really need to grow to this program. And that's exactly what it sounds like your program did. 
Yeah, no, it's been very successful, and it, and it helps so many people. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us about how. Um, uh, one of the things that I know is great about this program too is that when someone when when someone brings in a suit, um, you give them a little reward for donating. Right. So if you come in and you donate your merchandise, we'll give you a tax receipt for the nonprofit that's going to receive the merchandise that you donated. Mm-hmm. And then as a thank you, um, and you know, in hopes that you can replenish some of the items that you donated, we give you a thank you 50% off coupon to shop in the store. That's pretty good. That's a good, that's a really generous coupon. And can they use it right then and there? I believe it's good for 30 days from the time the donation is made. Um, and, you know, there is some restrictions on the coupon, but it's a great coupon still. It's a really, really good coupon. Yeah, that's that's a generous coupon. You don't you don't typically see something that sizable in a cause promotion. So how do you feel? Um, I would imagine being a, a retail brick and mortar location that that foot traffic is important to you. So um, I guess one of my questions is, how are you promoting this effort? Is this something that's promoted to existing customers? Is it something that you support with other advertising Talk a little bit about that. Uh, we do we do advertise on television as well. Um, a lot of social media is involved these days. We have tr- mm-hmm. uh, Twitter. We have Facebook. Mm. Um, I can say that it seems like the best uh, advertising is just word of mouth. You know, yep. it's talked about a lot prior to the drive, months in advance. You know, it starts being talked about in the stores, um, with employees. It's just spread throughout the communities. And, and people call and they're asking year-round when we're going to have our next suit drive. Hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, talk, but- talk a little bit about the employee piece. What do they, what do they say about the campaign? Oh, they love it. You know, we have a rack here in our corporate office as well, in our cafe, and people donate merchandise. It's something that, like I said, they ask, when are we going to have our suit drive? They save their merchandise, you know, instead of taking it somewhere else, to bring here and, and donate it to the cause here in the community. They know that it's going to go back into the Bay Area where we live. So that's always a good thing to know that somebody's going to benefit from, from what you've donated here in your own community. Mm, no, that I, I think something like that's critical. Now, when you have uh, the bins or the racks in the store, do do you actually see the clothes that have been donated? Like some collection drives, you know, people have like a visible bin in your stores, or is that something where you have branding in the stores, but you really don't show like what people have donated so far? No, I believe that most of the merchandise is held in the back of the store. Mm. We don't want to get it up with any other merchandise you know we do do tailoring in the store and so things are hung in the back of the store a lot of the times on rack yep. waiting for customers to pick up their their tailored merchandise so it is kept in a separate bag that does say the, uh, the national suit drive on it so that when our drivers or the nonprofit organization come and pick the merchandise up they know they're getting the items that were donated for the national suit drive hmm. how, how many men's warehouse locations are there across the country I think about now we have about 1,100. The number wow. changes. You know, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Them. So I and would say that 1,100 is probably a good, a good number. That's including our tuck stores and our outlet stores as well. And do, the, do they all participate in National Suit Drive? They do. And um, it, when I was looking on your website at the list of nonprofit partners, it was impressive. I mean, you have all sorts of partners. So how, how, how do those local organizations get identified or how have they gotten? It sounds like they're already identified, but how did they get identified initially? Yeah. So I have been working in this department about going on four, four and a half, five years. So I inherited a lot of that list, mm-hmm. but 
Clearly, we have to double check with each nonprofit to see if they still want to participate. I would say 85% of them, maybe even 90% of them, do still continue to participate every year. Uh, but sometimes, you know, organizations can no longer take as much merchandise as we collect. So we'll have to add another nonprofit to a certain area mm-hmm. or, you know, nonprofit status changed. Um, but if somebody does end up, uh, no longer wanting to participate in the drive or we have a need to add somebody, we usually reach out to the store, the local stores and ask them, do you have an organization that you're you know, passionate about? Right. And they'll give us some feedback and then we'll go from there. We'll see if it, it fits within what our, you know, our motto is for the drive. Um, if not, we end up doing a lot of internet research and just kind of contacting and reaching out to people, reading about their organization. And then we take it from there and see, you know, who would be the best fit for, for this type of drive. Hmm. No, that's that's key and something like that. I, you know, it's kind of funny, Brandy, a couple of weeks ago, um, I was thinking about uh, the National Suit Drive when I went into an organization here in Boston called Year Up. And uh, Year Up actually prepares uh, young people for the workforce. And, you know, they work at banks. They work at real estate offices. They work at all these different locations and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, here's a group of people that really could use a a nice pair of slacks and a shirt or what have you uh, for that job. Right. You know, we actually do partner with Europe in the Bay Area. Oh, very good. Yeah, they have. I know. I know one of the the my contact here in the Bay Area. She uh, has let me know that they have other locations. Yeah. So that's always been something in my mind too. It's always good when an organization that you have a really good relationship with tells you that they have additional areas. So in case we ever have a need for that particular area, we usually will reach out to somebody who we know we already have a really good relationship with. And so Year Up was added to our suit job. I think this is going to be their second or third year for the Bay Area. They were an addition to a a, a market we. Already had one organization, but we needed another one since our uh, collection rate in the Bay Area is so high. Oh, good, good, yeah, because they're an outstanding organization. But a lot of these organizations seem to be sprouting up, uh, you know, that that really help people of all ages get into the workforce and you know get the right foot forward. Right, definitely, Brandy. What you you mentioned good nonprofit partners. What makes a, a good partner for you? For us. It, it can be challenging. You know, the, the merchandise cannot stay too long in the stores. Mm. So depending on certain, you know, areas, um, you know, sometimes our drivers will pick the merchandise up, bring it back to a central location like one of our hubs, and then the organization will go there and pick the merchandise up, whether it's one or two organizations that are sharing that market. Um, but if not, then we rely on that nonprofit organization to go to the store to pick the merchandise up. You know, nonprofit organizations tend to, to have, you know, staffing issues at times. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing volunteering there. So it's hard to be able to make sure that somebody's going to go and collect the merchandise from the store, you know, in, in, a, in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, we always make sure that they're within good standing and that they're along with our mission. And we definitely don't want the merchandise to be sold. So that's something that we always have to be sure of. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I know. That's good. That could be a real concern. Speaking speaking of challenges, you've been with this campaign and working on this campaign for about four, four to five years. You just mentioned what do you what's been the hardest thing for you about managing this this type of campaign? Honestly, like I said, it's probably when you have a nonprofit that no longer can participate, finding a good replacement for that market Mm. can be really challenging. Mm -hmm. Another challenging thing is I'm contacted 
throughout the year by organizations, even sometimes on a daily basis with, you know, how can we become a, you know, a suit drive partner? We want to be the person that you donate your merchandise to in this market. And we can't, we can't add everybody. Right. So that's the hard thing. You don't want to say no. So what happens in cases like, like that is basically we will replace a nonprofit if for some reason, like I said, they, they no longer can participate because they have, too much merchandise or they can't collect any more of our merchandise, their nonprofit status changes, hmm. um, you know, there's several different reasons. So we go ahead and we, you know, we replace them on those bases, but it's only a couple that we replace every year. So when we get these inquiries about organizations who definitely want to see if they can get on our national suit drive list, what we will typically do is send them a list of the nonprofits that we already partner with mm-hmm. and we t- you can go ahead and reach out to them to see if they may have, you know, the ability to share some of the merchandise that they receive from the suit drive. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be really beneficial because sometimes, you know, the organization has a collection higher than what they expected. So when they get an increase, sometimes they're happy to share that merchandise. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's you nice know, that they I, collaborate. <laughs> I was I was wondering too, Brandy, whether at some point with a collection drive like this, like maybe you get lots of plaid suits or you get lots of polka oh, dots or I mean, you know, maybe you get a lot of orange suits or something. They're like, gee, what are we do gonna do? Yeah, what are we gonna do with the orange suit? Or you know, someone turns in like that those uh, you know, from the seventies, you know, the what do they call them back in the seventies? Leisure. Leisure <laughs> suits. There you go. So you know what I mean? Like, you know, stuff like that. Because that's the kind of stuff I want to show up with. You guys should have like a hall of fame. Right. That's right. You should have a hall of shame. <laughs> we actually collect everything. We don't turn anything down. You know, we feel like everything has its place. So we collect it all and, and hopefully somebody somebody likes that that type of suit. You yeah, know, hopefully right, it yeah. works for them. Yeah, That's right. gracious of you. That's gracious of you guys. <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm sure every suit ended up in an interview, but maybe not with a job. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, Maybe not the orange one. Exactly, Joe. Joe, stop bringing in those orange suits. And that's right. Yeah, I gotta stop. Put, gotta put away those. Uh... They have a message for you. Knock it off. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so many of these campaigns, and this is something that Joe and I talk about all day long, every day. It, it, so many of these campaigns um, need to have some sort of business benefit to ensure that they are sustainable, that they can keep. Mm happening in the future. So is that is that the approach that you take to these campaigns? Is there a business piece that's meaningful to you when you are giving those 50% coupons? How are, you know, are the redemption rates good? Are they bringing traffic to your stores? I mean, what are the business reasons or objectives that you have affiliated with this with this campaign? I think that the the coupon rate return rate is really good. Um, obviously, we want to see people come and shop in the store. But we really want to try to give back to the communities. Um, that's the number one focus for the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, we do also like to see when somebody who's never been in a store comes in a store to make a donation and gets that 50% off coupon and says, Oh wow, maybe I'll, I'll check it out. And, you know, and then they become, you know, a shopper and they also have donated to our wonderful cause and hopefully they're going to continue to do the same thing every year. So new customers, new um, people who are going to donate their merchandise, that's always a great thing to see. Mm. No, that's, that's that's so true too. Any opportunity you can have, especially to get a new customer, or a returning customer into the store is absolutely beneficial and critical. 
Right. I mean, I have recently had somebody who, who didn't know where they were going to, you know, donate their merchandise, contact me for a drive this year. And they, he heard about our particular campaign and was so excited to donate his merchandise to the men's warehouse. He hadn't heard anything like this before. He had been a shopper in the men's warehouse, but had never heard of the campaign. So it was nice that it's something that he never knew. And he decided that's where I want to bring my suit. That's where I want to donate my items. So that was a good thing. Mm. That's awesome. Yep. What, how do you tell, I saw on your website, there are stories of people who have benefited from the National Suit Drive. How do you communicate that? Like, where are you sourcing those stories? Which stories are you trying to pick out? And then how do you communicate that with your customers and with your employees? I guess that's a multi-part question. Yeah, sorry. Because you have to go to the nonprofits and get these stories. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I yeah, I work very closely with the nonprofits. I talk to them, you know, in order to verify their participation in the drive. Uh, we talk several times before the suit drive launches. Um, I actually had a story where we had uh, Paul Pierce, an NBA player of the Celtics. Used to play for uh, the Celtics. That's yeah, his mother-in-law um, brought in, I guess, 18 items yesterday to one of our store, uh, oh. one of our stores. So as a you know, example, exactly what you're talking about, he really wanted to know where his suits were going to go. Mm. So I reached out to the organization who's going to be receiving those suits, and I said, hey, you know, when you get these suits from Paul Pierce, which all have, um, I guess, hand embedded in them that they were made especially for him, Paul Pierce, wow. um, when those get to the people who they're going to go to we want would like to see if you can take a picture of who it goes to and maybe possibly follow what their story is we want to know what's your story where does this suit take you um so that's kind of an example of of how we do that we just kind of case by case well it's we know it's going to go to a real <laughs> it's going to go to a really tall person that's for sure <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like 40 it's like a 47 inch leg or something like that yeah so not not to you joe <laughs> no no <laughs> They'd be about 17 inches too long. <laughs> Can you think of any stories off the top of your head, Brandy, that really share that, that impact that have stood out to you over the years of people who have received suits and gone on to, you know, feel like that that's really been something that's bolstered them in their job search? We do. We have some really good success stories online. You know, I couldn't tell you the names of the gentlemen anymore, but they are all very successful men who, um, you know, were not in the workforce, who were trying to find another trade, um, you know, received the merchandise from the men's warehouse, have maintained a job. Um, they're still being, I think this was a couple of years ago, and this one sticks out to me because it was just, they're still so successful and they're still followed. Um you know, they've maintained their job. They've maintained, you know, to to be able to dress in a professional manner. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't really give you names because I don't remember off the top of my head. So, but we have some really good stories online as well. Yeah. yeah. So tell me this, Brandy. If you, lever, if you ever, ever, ever left Men's Warehouse, which we know isn't going to happen, <laughs> and went to another retailer and they didn't have a collection drive program for whatever it's worth, would you do one with them? I don't think I would ever want to take away from what we do here, but I think there's other things that are in need. You know, I have never really heard of a drive that's solely focused on women yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know there was dress success, but I haven't heard of like a sole women's drive, um, even though we do collect women's merchandise. I think that our program's so successful. Um, I, I don't think that I would want to 
Right. I put myself up against the challenge. <laughs> That's right. But well, you would, but you would have a lot of good skills, Brandy. I mean, you would have. <laughs> I mean, you like, obviously have a lot of knowledge, though, about how to run these programs. Right. That would right, be very right. useful to anyone. I mean, a real valuable uh, knowledge base there. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely. I think that I have the ability to go ahead and launch something like this if I chose to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm so passionate about what I do here. Um, I don't know if that will happen. She's <laughs> got the. She has the perfect job. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> well, you know, and it's interesting because it, I think one of the reasons this campaign has, has stood out to me over the years is because it is targeted to men, and so many of this cause, so much of this cause stuff is targeted at women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there have been studies over the years that causes actually do resonate with men. And I think your campaign is one that really showcases that, you know, you can make an impact and there are plenty of things. This is an easy thing to do. It makes sense for you as a business because it gets foot traffic to the store, maybe attracts some new customers. Um, so it, it makes a lot of sense. And I think that it's a nice differentiator for you as a retailer because you are targeting men with a cause, which you just don't see all that often. No. Right. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. Well, this has been an absolutely fascinating conversation, Brandy. Thank you so much for joining us. If people want to learn more about the National Suit Drive, how might they do that? They can email us at the website, tmwcorporate at tmw.com. You know what? Let me verify. That's my second email address. And typically, I only... (laughs) Yeah, so it's tmw... I was right. tmwcorporate at tmw.com. Excellent. And then how about online? Is there a website that you like to direct people to? Online, they can go to nationalsuitdrive.com and they can follow their... uh, There's going to be success stories probably that are posted on here eventually. And also, you can uh, follow the collection rate that we have going on. Yeah, and uh, Brandy, I also noticed that you you folks have a a nice little infographic, too, that you put together about the program that we'll definitely be sharing with people um, in the show notes for the podcast. Yeah, we'll definitely put those on there. And we'll put the link to that website in the show notes, which you can find where, Joe? They can find it um, on your site at causeuptake.com and obviously on selfishgiving.com. And they can also tweet me at uh, Joe Waters and uh, check out my Pinterest boards, right? Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. I have a whole board uh, just on collection drives, Megan. So, you do? Do you yeah. have a warehouse on there? I do. I probably do. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And as Joe mentioned, you can find show notes for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com as well as SelfishGiving.com. We do recommend that if you'd like to hear the podcast again, you go over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, if you like today's show, if you have ideas for other shows, leave us a review. Let us know what you Please. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, And on behalf of Brandy and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. 